All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Spicy PL Podcast. This is episode seven. I'm Alex Paval here with Joe Capolino and James Beachy Marcotte. What's up, everybody? What's up? So um, this is episode seven, and you know we were kind of sitting around today like, hey, do you think we should do the pod? Like, there's a lot of stuff going on, and maybe people don't want to listen to us, like, shoot the shit this week. It's not really a happy time. Um, you know, but we decided to do it, but we didn't want to do it without at least like talking about, you know, what's going on in America and especially George Floyd for a minute. Um, we just want to say that, you know, we, we support the peaceful protesters. We support the people that are putting the right message about equality out there and treating people of color with respect. Um, I think we all saw the video earlier this week, you know, we were sitting around Tuesday, Wednesday night saying, you know, America's, we're bursting at the seams right now. People are pent up. Something bad's going to happen. And now we've seen like, you know, five or six straight nights of protest. And, you know, we do think it's unfortunate that, you know, people that aren't even part of Black Lives Matter or about the right message are riding and looting and inciting violence. So we definitely don't support that. But I think, like I said, we all saw the video and um, it's pretty apparent George Floyd was murdered. Um, you know, so we don't want to mince words. We don't want to um, gloss over it, and not mention it. But we uh, we decided to have still have a fun pod, so we won't spend too much time time in it. But hopefully, we're not alienating any of our listeners. We just want to put our feelings out there, and you know, just basically say, you know, hopefully George Floyd rests in peace, and it, maybe his death will bring something good because there's a lot of. Um, there's, there are good things happening right now, but there's a lot of bad things in the media. But we support the good things, and hopefully those changes come to the system and people of color can be treated fairly. Yeah. I agree 100% with everything you said, Joe. <laughs> very um, well said. Very, very well, well said. Very well said. I think that the, there definitely needs to be some changes. And yeah, and you were, you were saying before. Yeah. You know, like we have th- this sport is super inclusive. It's one of the most diverse sports, age, weight, sex, color. Um, we have so many friends and people we consider family of all different races and genders and ages that we train with or compete against or see around the world that, um, you know, it is an important thing for us. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Now that so we've now we'll get back on our bullshit. Yeah, we're <laughs> back in our bullshit now. Yeah. Okay. Any errors in emissions from last week? I mean, I think we no. I'm gonna go with no too. <laughs> I like Arizona emissions because we're we're erroneous as as fuck usually. Yeah, but like we're gonna double down on our gym rankings from last week. Um, so no Arizona emissions. We like it. Yeah, we love episode six. <laughs> yeah, I guess we go into kind of current events in powerlifting after errors in emissions. So we uh, recently got an email from USAPL about future meets and i think it actually was today so good timing yeah future meets mass will be required yeah mass will be required for lifters lifters athletes spectators referees i think if you're in if you really read the email um you know lifters are required for basically everyone in the room um did i say lifters masks are required for everybody in the room um you know, lifters are responsible for bringing their own face coverings. Um, referees and spotters will be supplied face coverings. Spectators obviously have to bring their own face coverings. 
Um, there's going to be hand, portable hand washing stations. Uh, lifters are going to be required uh, before their attempts to use a sanitizing station. Um, rounds of lifters are limited to um, two platforms, two flights in a session, 28 lifters per platform. Um, plate Plates and the bar are going to be sanitized between rounds. So like after first attempt squats, bars and loads will sanitize the equipment, you know, second round. So every plate, I don't know, you yeah, know, I don't know what's yeah. up with that. There, there's going to, like, I'm curious It sounds curious like they're taking see. the most stringent yeah. precautions that are I mean, not reasonably to, reasonable. I, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't read this email, but when you're Joe, when you were kind of bringing up some of the things they were going to do, some things that, uh, you know, come right to my mind is what are we going to do about chalk? I mean, if you're using a washing station before you approach uh, the bar, do you point. chalk you up after? You can't have everybody sticking their hands in the chalk. And then exactly, is it going to be bring your own chalk? Like, what's the deal with that? You know? I don't know. It, it, oh, man. Now you're like challenging me. Not challenging me, but now I'm thinking like, did I read the email enough? I have it up. But like, I didn't see anything about chalk. I really didn't. I mean, so I'm assuming you're going to have to wash up, bring your own chalk. I think and that's then go what, out there. Well, yeah, if you sanitize before, how do you sanitize? Right. I think you're using a hand sanitizing station and then you're chalking up and then, you and then you're going. So like oh. you're reducing the chances of bringing anything to the chalk bowl or the bar, but they're still sanitizing the bar. The chalk bowl is the Petri dish, I guess. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, here's the other, here's don't the other thing. Don't touch your too. face after touching the chalk. Yeah. Don't, <clears> don't, wipe, the, don't wipe the chalk <laughs> under your eyes. <laughs> I mean, he's going to wear a mask. I'm already guessing he's going to get some crazy sick gorilla mask or something. Oh yeah. And then the plates. I mean, I feel like sanitizing the plates might be overkill. The only people at the meet handling the plates are the spotters, you know. So I don't know what the same what that's people doing. touching it. Yeah, exactly. I, know, I kissed the plates once. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Well, it's because you deadlifted <laughs> eight hundred four, you know, in a full meet. So yeah, I missed I it like thirty to, fucking times. So yeah, you get to kiss the plates. I after licked that. that. I would do it again. But um, <laughs> you nasty boy. Yeah, I think <laughs> I'd do it over and over. But um. I mean, I think we're going to look pretty fucking cool, like wrapped up, faces just purple and red, eyeballs coming out of your eyes, and you're wearing a mask. I mean, just at that point, at that point, just bring me to the ICU right after. You so know? what were the sizes of the flights? Do you think, you think this is going to slow down the meets, or do you think it's going to speed them up? It seems like this is really specific to, um, well, it's, it's general for all competitions, but like it seems like it's very specific, like, hey, this is how we're going to run all these national events, which all happen to be in Florida, which is fucking U.S. Opens right now. So, like, I think this is all possible because it's in Florida. But, like, yeah, it might slow it down, but I think that's probably why they're limiting the sessions, you know? Yeah. With these things in place, say you have a 10% lost time factor, you're only running 28 lifters a platform per session, two platforms max um you know should be interesting to see what type yeah. of mask are you gonna get oh, i'm sorry maybe i'm misspeaking i think they might just go 28 athletes per session per platform so that actually doesn't say two platforms it just says two flights per session so it might be one platform could be one but i mean i don't think they want to make raw nationals two platforms either yeah, and sure. i just wonder if this extends into october because like i think Social distancing wise, like equipped nationals, nobody's there to watch. Like I'm there. <laughs> yeah, I exactly. fucking love it. I've gone so many years in a row, but like I could be handling my business on an, during normal times and not be within six feet of anybody. No one cares. 
I mean, you're going to have the spotter right next to you. So we're breaking social distancing right yeah. away with the spotters. Yeah, it's fine. Well, I mean, UFC, there's, UFC guys are fighting each other, like touching each other's bodies. You know, oh, it's yeah, like, tested, though. Yeah, tested. Yeah, we're not getting tested. That's true. Yeah. So uh, also drug testing procedures will remain unchanged. So don't gas up. Yeah. So does that mean right now you can't really refuse an OMT like you'll get? No, OMTs are, OMTs are back, apparently. That's what I'm hearing. But um, I think the, the testing officials going to be wearing gloves, new set of gloves for each process with each athlete. I'm assuming you're wearing masks. So be ready to piss. Yeah, look out. I mean, it's good. I mean, I think this is a response to probably the survey. So, like, this is what people want. I know when I took the survey, I said I'd like masks for everybody except the athletes because there were a bunch of different options. I don't know if you guys saw that. It was, like, spectators only wear masks. Everyone wears a mask. Everybody except athletes. So I'm like, listen, the UFC fighters aren't wearing masks. The, I don't know. We've been watching Cornhole lately. Those guys have been wearing masks. They're wearing masks. I, oh, I think yeah. you kind of yeah, probably have to wear the mask. The UFC, they're getting tested. There's no one else. Yeah. Them. So. I mean, when you're lifting, you're spitting. You're, we, yeah, might, I, we might have to try lifting in masks, see how hard it is. Before well, yeah. People are already hard. telling me they're going to start practicing. I'm not. I'm just kind of like, my mask is going to be soaking wet. <laughs> like, have, I'm to gonna feel like I'm gonna be waterboarded during my squat. We need to like, get you a special mask. That's what I'm saying. We need we need some crazy. Mask, I don't think I need man. to lift in a mask. I need to be waterboarded to to prepare for this because that's what it's gonna be. <laughs> that's what it's gonna be. We'll bring like an entire pack so that you can have a fresh one for every attempt. Yeah, show me a sweatier power lifter. Yeah, well, I applaud um I applaud the USAPL for giving this a real go. I'd like to see the execution, but like. People want to get back to the platform, you know. I think this is there. Everything's not going to be shut down for the next two years, you know. And this is going to be the new normal for a while. Whether it's in your office, at a powerlifting competition, at the grocery store. So, I don't know. I I think it's good. That's a good thing. It's promising to see that there's plans being put in place. Yeah, it's actually one of the email. One of the only emails like I completely understand what they're saying. That's like pretty direct. <laughs> yeah. so. so kudos whoever wrote the email. Yeah. Do we want to want to reel back, reel back to uh, Arizona missions? We got an interesting comment. Well, yeah. Like first it's, of all, let's say um, thank you to everybody that's been listening and been reposting and commenting and liking. Uh, we do appreciate it. We did get an interesting comment uh, from Morton Middlethon. We appreciate the comment. Joe, you want to? Yeah, I'll read the comments since I'm closer, closest to the um, screen. But And since we're talking about competitions going, and last week we kind of talked about, like, we were, we were not very optimistic about IPF Open Worlds um, because of stuff we've seen about Norway not letting people in unless the travel's essential. Um, but check this out. Morton Middlethon said, Regarding your comments about Norway, COVID-19, and IPF Worlds in November, I'm a bit more optimistic about it than you guys seem to be. Right now, Norway is loosening up the regulations, international travel will slowly open up over the summer, though I suspect with some limitations. After September, public events with more than 500 participants will be allowed. Of course, this is given that we don't see any major resurgence of infections. So that's a big if. In addition to all of that, the Powerlifting Club, oh man, Sandney's Athletic Club, <laughs> sorry, 
Norwegian friends. Organizing the event with the Norwegian Powerlifting Federation just received a substantial government grant. So all economic worries about the event are taken care of. This would allow us to have extra warm-up. Extra warm-up. Pl- oh, to have a warm-up platform for each lifter in a group, as well as increased hygiene measures. That's awesome. That sounds pretty amazing to me. One platform per lifter. I mean, that's yeah. going to be good. Yeah. So I don't want to take over the segment, but I can give, uh, like, obviously I was in Norway in 2013. It's probably still the coolest. Other than World Games, where there was one lifter per platform, Aliko had just supplied a brand new warm-up station. Um, Ten lifters per flight, very strict. Um, everybody had their own warm-up station. That's just part of the prestige of the event. Um, so I could think back to that. It was actually kind of weird. Like part of the whole warm up game, even at the big meets, is like, who are you gonna warm up with? How's it gonna go? You know, I've warmed up with Blaine a lot of times. We're on the same international team, and there's some, there's sometimes we don't. You know, we yeah. just decide not to, because our styles are so different warming up. And you got little minions like me running around stealing red plates. Off yeah, it's crazy. Platforms. So like crazy. World Games, everybody. <laughs> You know, that flight, like... There's fights. <laughs> People are throwing plates. Yeah. That, yeah, that happened. That, that happened. There were fights. There were fights over plates. But, um, you know, that flight was 10 people. Four people bombed out. And because, I mean, everybody's puking their brains out in the back. It was just like none, you know, we're powerlifters and you're at the super prestigious event and the level has just gone up so crazy and you're just super nervous. So... I attribute a lot to that. The one, you know, being by yourself on a brand new set of Alico plates and stuff is weird, but we might get that experience again. Also, 2013 in Norway, their meat production was insane. I mean, they had some kind of government grant that year. We talk about banquets a lot because they're crazy. This banquet was by far the best one. It was like a seated, like four-course meal with really good wine. Like everything was free. The mayor of Stavanger was there. They did like an award ceremony, like, you know, funniest lifter of the week, you know, like all this like fun stuff. And it was like really professional, really nice atmosphere. You know, it wasn't like shove us in the back room and give you like a buffet and you have to buy your own drinks, stuff like that. So um, I believe this what Morton's saying, but like the big if is the major resurgence of infection. So I guess thanks, Morton, for giving us some some more info on basically stuff we were just shooting the shit about. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think it's good, but like I'm a little bit worried that maybe the U.S. will be excluded just because of how many cases we've had. Yeah. You know, that's kind of my biggest thing is maybe not necessarily worlds happening, but more yeah. will the U.S. be able to send it. And maybe the USAPL does the same thing and just says the event might happen. But so the, the thing is the other worlds, bench worlds, classic worlds, those aren't being canceled. They're yeah. rescheduled. The U.S. just isn't saying a team. So it's canceled for us. It's canceled for our friends, lifters we're fans of. But, you know, that could happen to us, too. So there's a lot of reasons why maybe, like, uh, you know, the U.S. team might not be there. But, you know, hopefully the event goes on. I mean, it's crazy. It would be crazy to be sitting here and watching the event go on on a stream, something I've been to the last seven years. And, uh, you know, just rooting for people I know from other countries, but not being able to be there, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this comic gives us a a little bit of hope, a little bit of light, so do appreciate that norway does shit right yeah i love norway maybe i should just move there love it well you're definitely gonna come this time oh yeah i'm coming yeah except for <laughs> norwegian airlines their airlines not yeah norwegian sucks okay yeah. but, put that out there yeah just gonna say that 
Okay, uh, talking about comments, we've been receiving some weird DMs recently. Like <laughs> we're getting weakest weakest lifter, weak lifter twelve, weak lifter twelve. He keeps DMing all of us separately. Like post the pod, post the pod. Yeah, where the like, fuck's the pod? I think that's spicy. I think it's spicy. PL making you know, sh- like sh- accounts in the shadows to like throw us off or something. Yeah, we didn't give him a lot of love like the last couple episodes, and he's like. You know, like I said, this guy, it's like he's horny for us. It's like you can't just, you can't just forget about us. So yeah. he had to do something to incite us. So we, we had said like we, we were really close to guessing who it was and we were going to talk about it like in, in, or like reach out during the week and then we never did. And then he, Spicy got mad. <laughs> so he posted some memes about us that were pretty, he was pissed. Yeah. Jerking Joe. Yeah. I, I don't even know. Yeah. But like, yeah. So we did so, like make some moves. Like Peach, what do you? Oh man, what, what I, happened I this thought week? I had him. I thought I had him, dude. Yeah. Because so spicy followed me. Like I don't know earlier in the week, last week, whatever. So I go to follow him back, and then all of a sudden I get all these suggestions for Arian. Arian Kamisi, one of the uh, classic um, world team coaches, and he's on the coaching committee. If you don't know, so. I was like, wow, this would make a ton of sense if it was Arian because he's on the coaching committee. You can't say it's him making these memes. But he also, he dabbles in equipped lifting. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I was like, it's got to be Arian because I just got friend suggestion on Facebook. I just got Instagram suggestion for Arian. And, you know, this AI formula knows exactly. The algorithm. I'm like, no way. I think Arian was just a fan. He's liked the pod. He comments on the pod. But, But Instagram and Facebook, dude, the algorithm. You know what I mean? Well, either way, either way, I just, I just went right in there. I was like, Hey dude, I was like, Hey dude, is this you? He, he says it's not him. He says it's not him. And I believe it. Well, so I was DMing with spicy and he said, if I guessed who it was and was correct, he would fess up Uh, on the, you know, on the stipulation that I'm not going to guess a million names. So I think, I think he will. But at the same time, I think he's getting a little nervous because he's posting weird stuff on his story that, a normal meme account wouldn't be posting like, oh, I'm working in Atlanta for my work. Like he's trying to drop. Yeah, hints. we think it's fake. We think they're red herrings trying to throw us off. You know, Make us think he's off. American, I think. Yeah. Posting, hey, I'm in Atlanta for work. It's just weird. So, I mean, at the end of the day, Spicy, we don't, we don't know who, we are, who you are yet. Well, we struck out twice this week, too, because there was also this thing where like, I basically put on my Instagram story like, hey, I want to start a, a king of single ply Instagram because king of the lift sucks. Like we, that's he probably stinks. a whole nother episode. But like that account sucks. The guy who runs it, like I feel bad saying it, but like he sucks. And like I can get into why he's just terrible at announcing it. He's like does no research on the lifters. Like when Corolla Gara won Worlds, he was like, she came out of nowhere. Yeah, she won Classic Worlds. Like, hello, she got second at Equip Worlds. Like like six months ago like just do a little googling like look at the nominations before and she had a crazy nominated total like you're an idiot it's just, he's just disrespectful he's, he's bad he's bad to be a co-announcer with he's probably more like me he just talks over everybody so he doesn't let the there's always two announcers don't let anybody talk i really think this is a whole separate thing all right, all right. But anyway i put on my story that i want to start an alternative to that and right away People were messaging me like, hey, I'm going to steal your idea. I'm like, go ahead. No one cares. You're not as funny as me. Like, steal it. Or <laughs> someone someone I really respect um, said, hey, let me run this with you. And that person is Shane Martin, a.k.a. Smart Lifts on Instagram. He's also president of CPU. 
Canada Powerlifting Federation. Congrats to you, Shane. Just got nominated. Um, it seems like always the equipped guys run the feds because we're the only ones that care about powerlifting, but whatever. It's neither here nor there. So he's like, let me help you with that. I'm like, that's actually great because I'd love to split this responsibility with someone who's knowledgeable about equipped lifting also because I don't have the time to do this bullshit. I'm a terrible like Instagrammer, right? So then I was like, hey, man, just curious. This is one of my original suspicions of Spicy too was that it was Shane Martin because he was like, I can't tell you who I am because I hold a high position in my fed. Well, this guy's pretty funny. He knows all this equipped shit. He's older. He's been to a lot of banquets. He's coached a shit ton of athletes. I was like, this guy is spicy, right? So I just asked him. He's like, nah, it's not me. And like, I believe him. I'm a sucker. Could be one of them, but I believe both of them. So spicy. Live another day. Live another day. We'll get you. <laughs> I know when I look you in the eye, I look you in the eye at the next time I see you, whether it's nationals or worlds. You're just going to fucking melt, and I'm just going to shoot lasers right through you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next up. <laughs> it's been a little while since we've done an OG, an, o- an, 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 uh, an induction into our OG Hall of Fame. So we wanted to, we wanted to induct probably one of the, the best barbell athletes of all time. Maybe the best. Maybe. I mean, if we talk about the accolades. The best. And you don't hear her name tossed around too much. Which is crazy. In the mainstream. She's not big on Instagram. No, not at all. Not big <laughs> on social media. Not big on social media. Yeah, she's not a god of powerlifting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can we talk about that We later? could after oh after god. we talk about this lifter. So, um you know this lifter Weiling Chen she's a female 47 kilo lifter um seems like she had a 16 year lifting career um and the interesting part about her and why she's so impressive is because she um was very successful in single ply uh won multiple world championships she won the uh world games and what she did three world games but she won one of them Hmm. 20 nope 2009 she's from chinese taipei that was actually a home i think that was a home world games for her good for her um she's gotten first second and third at world games she's won multiple world uh, world championships equipped she's won multiple world championships classic she's the current world record holder in the equipped squat bench and total she's a current world record holder in the classic squat and total and keep in mind, she hasn't lifted competitively since 2017, since her uh, World Games, where she placed third and retired. And she hasn't lifted at Classic since 2015. So these records have some some standing power. Yeah. So like some good 47-kilo lifters like Heather Connor still trying to break those yeah. Classic records. And, yeah, World um, Record, five years old. Yeah, and that's that's pretty rare these days. World yeah. Records just bite the dust every meet. World Seems record. like powerlifting's awesome. It's crazy. People are just... Gunning down world records every meet. Yeah, as the popularity is going up, there's more people interested. There's more lifters. There's more clout to be had. Yeah, and um, the the craziest part is that uh, Weiling Chen also competed in two Olympic Games as a weightlifter for Chinese Taipei. Um, she placed 11th in 2004. Seemed like 
she started as a powerlifter and got into the serious Olympic weightlifting as time went on. Um, cause her lifts just kind of like, I'm not going to go over her PRs and Olympic weightlifting cause I'd probably not do them justice, but reading what she did in 2004 and 2008, the numbers are vastly different and she ended up placing third in 2008 in China. And, uh, eight years later in 2016, she was actually awarded the gold medal because of advancements in, um, testing and yeah. being able to go back and test old samples. So she has an Olympic gold medal in weightlifting and holds the current world record total and other world records for raw and equipped <laughs> yeah. powerlifting. Yeah. I mean, basically she's, she's probably the most, uh, decorated barbell lifter of all time. You know, we, you know, we talked about Bonica probably being the strongest female of all time, especially at absolute natural strength. So Bonica's up there, but you know, Bonica has very similar achievements, but what stands out for Wailing Chen is, um, is obviously the Olympic gold medal. I think everybody can agree. That's probably harder to do than yeah. winning a powerlifting world championship. And so let that be a lesson. Don't gas. Don't gas. I mean, eight years later, she was, she was redeemed. And I think over, uh, you know, over a 16 year career, um, as a 47 kilo female, I, I think, um, you can trust that she did the right thing and, uh, she was rewarded for it. So I've always loved watching her. I, you know, as she was older, I was lucky enough to see her lift at, uh, four meets live that I did. And, uh, she was there. Uh, one of the most memorable things is her world record squat, um, in 2016. Keep in mind, she's 34 years old. Uh, it's pretty much done everything you can do. And, uh, some really good lifters coming up, um, in her weight class. And, uh, she went out for her third squat and, um, she took it out, had soft knees, got re-racked, took it out again, lost balance, got re-racked, took it out a third time and then ended up squatting it, got a command and squatted it. And, and it was that was a, good a world lift. record. And it was a world record lift. No one had ever squatted that weight before at 47 kilos. It was in equipment. It was, it was equipped worlds. Um, so like, I'm going to skip over a training tip. Always get out there with a full clock. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> she had time to re-rack it three times. Um, and like, she still got the lift. So like, you know, I see like raw lifters setting up for like hours and shit on bench, wiggling around, wiggling their head, shaking around like Mike to share, just like, a, like looking like an idiot, honestly. And, um, don't do that shit. <laughs> practice your setup you yeah, know absolutely be efficient with your setup. be efficient now what's amazing about that is if you looked at like the percentage of lifters who got a re-rack and then went on to make the lift it's probably like less than five percent yeah but you want to be that person of course yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i'm just saying like i just think it's amazing that she she got it after two one racks because that in and of itself is an accomplishment yeah, yeah there, there's so much talk about like being efficient with your walkout with squat you know, I, I know Eddie Cohen's a big proponent of it being very efficient and how much, you know, energy you expend when you're doing your walkout. And in equipment, it's like magnified by like a factor of um, more than tw more than twice because you're just struggling to con like keep your body even tight. So to yeah. walk that out equipped with the adrenaline going through your body three times and then hit your third attempt world record or record. That's insane. That's amazing. That's balls. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, she's just one of the greatest lifters of all time. So obviously she was going to be a shoe in to be one of our OGs eventually. 
And like, uh, like I said, we always tell a funny story and like, these are hard to come by. Like these people are like living, walking legends. And luckily like one of us has always been in a room with them at some point. So, and we, we tend to just like focus on stupid things or just like incite stupidity. So like we always come up with a good story. So (laughs) in Norway in 2013, it was my first open worlds. And like, honestly, the best thing about that week was going to the breakfast buffet and sitting there for five hours. I'd go in it would open and leave when it closed. Maybe it was five to nine. But um, I would eat two meals. We were pretty broke then. It's so like first world traveling internationally. We were like 23. So, you know, I was eating two meals at the, at the free buffet. And the food quality was amazing in Norway. So, like, she, for a 47-kilo person, she was there so much and taking so much food. It was insane. Just the amount of energy she, she expended, the way she trained. I think she had like super high caloric intake for like her size. It was like pretty crazy. And she was also like packing away sandwiches for her entire team. She was like the team mom of Chinese Taipei. So like me and Luis are sitting there and like we see a lifter like her walk by. We're just like, oh my God, let's fucking stare at Wailing Chen, you know? So we're just staring at one. We're like whoever it was, you know, there's Andre Conoval. Let's fucking stare at him, right? See what he's eating. So (laughs) we're like idiots. So we're sitting there and there was like a milk dispenser. Like you press your cup up against like, like a soda machine, but it was milk. Right. There weren't like pitchers of milk. It was coming out of machine. So she's like trying to fill a glass of milk and, um, the thing gets stuck. And so she like fills her cup and you can just see her starting to like freak the fuck out. Like, Oh no. Oh no. (laughs) Her cup overflows. She like drops a cup and there's just milk spraying everywhere. (laughs) it took like a couple minutes before like she can get someone to help and like figure out what happened to the machine so like you know even though she's a living legend you know greatest one of the greatest athletes ever walked the earth you know she spilled all that milk kind of looked like an idiot (laughs) but like it's i'll never forget it because we were just amazed with her presence and how much how much activity she had at the buffet (laughs) she ate so much and yeah, she shot the milk everywhere <laughs> and she, she had a meltdown. She was freaking out. She cared. She wasn't like, Oh, I'm trying I'm wailing Chen. I'm just going to leave this milk fucking spouting all over the place. But, uh, you know, so she's a good person too. She didn't, yeah, just leave she's the great milk. Person. She didn't gas and she, uh, she took care of the spilled milk. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we, we touched on this a little bit, but if there was a wall of powerlifting gods, Oh my would God. She be this went so far you? up my I ass. think obviously for me, I think if there was a wall of like, say, like we won't limit the number, but like five or whatever, you know, she would be on it. She'd have to be on it. Yeah, you know, I think there was recently like a wall of powerful thing oh gods, God. and I'm I'm I doing the quotey symbols with even. my yeah. fingers. It was just a post of like a mural that was made in some gym in Hong Kong, and they tagged. Yeah, all these but you like know what bothered lifters. me is it's like it's like it was basically based on it was like Ray and then like Instagram following. Yeah, yes, yeah, and I was like, there were some really good lifters on there. So Taylor Atwood comes. Yeah, there are like people that are super strong, hold world records, won five world championships or more. Like, yeah, they're in there. But then there's just like, it got down the roster. I was like, okay, there's just like an Instagram guy. There's another Instagram they're guy. They're great, lift, great lifters. Okay, let me, let me, let me, I'm just going to throw it out there. What is guys. Sean Noriega doing on that mural? <laughs> okay, I'm not going to mince know. words. What is that guy doing I actually DM'd mural? him and I was like, if losing every meet you do and acting like a moron gets you on the wall, then why aren't I on the wall? Yeah, why aren't you on the wall? <laughs> because like, I'm trying to look at like, like what's, what puts Taylor Atwood next to him. I don't know. But, but 
I mean, he's a great lifter. He's strong. We watch his training all the time. We're like, what the fuck, right? So my whole gripe with it is it's in Hong Kong, right? I'm like, there's Asian lifters like Wailing Chen who should be on that wall. Like, are these people, do these people, have they educated themselves about great Asian lifters? You know? Wadari, Wadari. It's it's disgraceful, man. They're just horny for... Instagram, Instagram, American, raw, raw lifters who've been lifting for the past three years who are strong. This is going to sell memberships and sponsored by SPD, potentially. Yeah, yeah. So I it just upset me a little bit, like the gods. Who's who? Dave Ricks and Tony Harris weren't on there. Yeah, we're talking about the gods. Blaine. Yeah, Blaine could be on there. Blaine. Blaine could be a god. I mean, he wouldn't look very good on the mural. He's ugly as fuck. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's not about that. Was Bonica on it? I don't think so. No, I think Jen Thompson was the only female. Oh no, no. Daniela Mello was, was on was there. And I think uh, I don't know, man. Who knows? I think Daniela Mello was on there. But either way, there, I'm not guess. going back to it. We won't go into it. I don't think much. Bonica was on there, which yeah. is a fucking. I think God tier is like. God tier is like these guys walk on water. They walk yeah. on water so much that not, guys and girls, they don't have Instagram. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> like, it's not Insta yeah. famous people. That Chen Wei Ling doesn't have Instagram. Like Gene Bell tries to take a selfie and the camera's pointing the wrong way. Like we love Gene, but like these people don't care about Instagram. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I just, I just hated the mural. I was upset about the mural. I was like the only person who probably deserves to be on this mural is Ray because he squatted a thousand raw. And probably maybe Taylor Atwood because he's pretty. I mean, he's awesome. Multiple world championships. That, that that there weren't. There were the world championships on that board were very hyper focused on a couple of people and weren't spread out enough to be gods. That's all I'm saying. It's all about it's all about the accolades for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't agree more. Wasn't sure we were going to make a statement about that thing, but we sure did. I mean, oh we, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we leaned into it. Yeah, we leaned into it. But yeah. Wailing Chen, if you have the time, just like look at some of her videos. She's yeah. amazing. Um, you know, I'd like to say I've had a conversation with her, but I haven't. Um, there was a little bit of language barrier there. I've taken photos with her. I've, you know, basically fanboyed as hard as you can. Um, but yeah, welcome to the OG Hall of Fame. You're one of the realest ones out there. If anybody listens to this, let her know. Well, we were scratching for, for topics to discuss today, and um, we weren't sure if we should bring this one up, but we've heard some rumors. Of, it's like sports reporting. Like All you have to say is sources. Yeah, sources have told us that. Yeah, sources. Unconfirmed rumors that there may be some weight class changes in the in the female well yeah i guess it'd be yeah and i think it's it's a long time coming i think um well they've been trying to make changes i think uh last year the year before they tried to add a 90 kilo class for females i just think at the top end those gaps are really large um recently there's just been so many more female female athletes joining um and it's it's really hard for people kind of stuck in between at those higher weight classes yeah. I mean, do you want to go into like the history of how yeah, I could, classes? I'll try to keep it brief, but yeah. like, let's just start off with the statement. We're all part of the Gase family. Yeah. And if you don't know what the Gase family is, you should look it up. It's, it's how the IPF is. It's the closest way the IPF is tied to the IOC. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so basically everything we do, we, and I'm not even saying this to bash IPF. We're either mimicking weightlifting because they're an ILC sport or we're doing something that we think will appease uh, like our ILC recognition, mm -hmm. right? And there's a lot of levels of different, we're in ACE, we're in GACE, we're in a lot of these other sub groups of sports that kind of like band together for political reasons and are like, you know, trying to get, you know, either all or some of their sports IOC recognized and there's certain things that go on. Um, so back in 2012, new weight classes were rolled out. Pre-2012 in the IPF, you know, you, you had your, your, your global weight classes of like, I'll do the men, but it's like 90 kilos, 198, 100 kilos, 220, 110 kilos, 242. All these round numbers, <clears throat> 10 weight classes for men, nine for women. So when Olympic weightlifting, basically, it was either because of doping issues, they were limited spots, or they were told to make the weight classes more competitive. I really don't remember, but... I think the, it's to wipe the records because the, the advances, I mean, the advances in yeah. testing technology and all of that, all these records are going back a long time. That's a good they point. They want new weight classes to clear the, clear the slate. Yeah, and even me just being a casual fan of uh, Olympic weightlifting, I know that the records have been wiped a lot of times and weight classes have been changed a lot of times because they want to wipe away... Old records were done under different doping standards, basically. Mm -hmm. um, so it's crazy if you really try to track the, the the path of the world records in that sport. But um, you know, they for the 2012 Olympic Games, IWF went with nine men's classes and eight women's classes. So everybody's like, "Oh my God, we got to reduce the class." So that's when the current IPF classes came out for 2012 Worlds. You know, where we have nine and eight. I mean, yeah, everybody knows the weight classes and we don't need to spend time doing that. But, um, you know, recently there's been a push for women's equality in sport. Um, so we all know about the dumb rule change with the t-shirts now, like women didn't want to wear their t-shirt deadlifting, but instead everybody has to wear their t-shirt neither here nor there. But also people sucks. are saying, sucks. yeah, we don't look jacked anymore. It yeah. Sucks. It's awful, dude. Like Ashton our ladies Rushka, don't look jacked either. Yeah. We're lucky Ashton Rushka can't pull without a t-shirt on <laughs> we'd all be fucking crying on the way home from the meet yeah yeah i mean you get to miss the awesome vein popping action but like that's this is off topic right, but so. you know women's equality in sport is important um and like ioc has taken away another men's weight class so that there's equal amounts or maybe they add, I don't even know. I don't even know what's going on with the IOC because they're so fucked. I mean, IOC, I, IWF because they're so fucked. Yeah. Because they have a lot of doping issues. They're very limited in the next Olympic Games, whenever it does happen, um, with the amount of athletes. So their weight classes are all changed anyway. They had to reduce them again. Yeah, just We're not going to be doing that. We could talk about that whole thing at some <laughs> other time because it's yeah. crazy actually yeah how, either way how we're looking for equal amount of weight classes so basically there's been rumors for a while and i think there was actually a proposal shot down like peach said for a 90 kilo weight class for women um that would basically make nine weight classes for each sex which would be great honestly some of these women's weight classes the, the jumps between weight classes for body weight is insane. Like going from 63 to 72, I have a lot of friends like Shayna, Pettit, Bev Crawford, you know, people that are in the middle of that class that they don't know where to go. And it's hard for these taller girls to be cutting the 63 or yeah. gaining weight 72. I mean, Kelsey was in between yeah. there for a it's, while. It's a, it's a pretty large percentage of your body weight, especially when you get, when you're at yeah. those weights. I mean, like, 
honestly, like when I coach people, I, I wouldn't recommend people cut more than like two and a half, max 3%, yes. especially if you've got a two hour weigh in. So if you're 66 so. kilos walking around, it's going to be hard for you to cut to 63. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And without seeing some sort of like performance decrement, I mean, you're pushing, you're pushing the limit at 3%. Yeah. And, and I've seen, cause my wife has been competed in the 84 and 72 classes and you know when she was in the 84 class i saw a lot of girls are not weighing the full 84 you know they're kind of in the 78 to 80 kilo range yeah. and uh you know i think it's tough for them to you know they don't really want to fill out the 84s but they don't really want to go down to 72 so now they're just in this class yeah. kind of in the middle yeah they're stuck and i think they're doing the right thing honestly just lift lift as strong as you can but and if you're that far away don't don't cut that massive amount that's going to prevent you from hitting PRs and really hurt your performance. Yeah. So, so, and then, then, you know, Peach, you were just talking about it, but like the 12 kilo jump from 72 to 84 is insane. Like that's just crazy. It's totally crazy. Think about the men's weight class. Like the last jump is from 105 to 120. It's 15 keys. It's a shit ton. The men's weight classes could be better, but honestly, like that's probably the only one that's really crazy. Yeah. That's the only, and then obviously when you go super, you have to go, there's no one weighs 130 keys. No, like you're either 120 or you're 150 plus. And even if you're 150, I don't know what you're doing. So like, yeah, would it be cool to have like a 140 class? Sure. Like, but you know, I I, I respect what they're trying to do. Keep things competitive. The weight classes got the meets did get crazy when they reduced the weight class. I will say that. Like shit got nuts. People had to go against each other that weren't going against each other before. So I love it. But the girls, the the ladies. It's kind of fucked up, the 12 kilo. It, it, it's like almost the same as the 15 kilo jump, but it's like half the body weight. So percentage-wise, it's like they're, they're yeah. it's a double cut if yeah, you're in if between. You, if you want to think about it this way, and for the men, right, it goes 74.83. So that's nine kilos. And, you know. <laughs> that's true, dude. Yeah. That's yeah. true. So, yeah, I mean, and, and so like, you know, sources have told us that there's going to be a correction and there's going to be an extra weight class. It's not going to be additional like, oh, let's just do yeah. a 90 and leave 84 because that would be dumb. But they're going to basically start down at maybe 57 or 63 and make a correction up yeah. and add a weight class. So I'm not going to pretend like I know specific numbers, but, <coughs> like, you know, oh, Jesus Christ, every episode, man. You need a cigarette? 69. <laughs> 69. 69 keys. Yeah, that'd be Six, sick. 69. Yeah. <clears throat> 76. <clears throat> All right. Whether it's a 69 joke or the real numbers, we don't know. But I've heard rumors. Yeah. That sources. There's gonna, sources that the 72, there's going to be something in between, maybe a little bit lighter than 72 and something a little bit between that and 84. Yeah, man. I think it's awesome. I think, I think rumors, the, rumors. I mean, even the stuff we talked about, we've been talking about a quality a little bit more than usual. Like, I think it's important. You yeah. Know, the way classes the right just move. get equalized and we all are able to take our shirts off. That's all I care about. Yeah, we should all be <laughs> able to take his shirt off. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. So, you know, I, I think we kind of preloaded it with our thoughts. Like, obviously, we think it's good. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot to say. There's not really anything. There's funny shit to say about it. But, like, yeah, it'd be pretty exciting. And, like, you know, you were talking about female participation. It's just going up. Mm-hmm. It's going up on every level. So these weight classes will fill out. Yeah, I think uh, it's gonna it's gonna make things more competitive too. I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see, you know, those females that were competing as eighty fours that maybe uh, I don't know they can put up some crazy shit. 
maybe maybe someone who put up some crazy shit. Yeah, maybe who someone who used to be at eighty four will be uh, at seventy six doing you some know? crazy shit. Or someone, maybe someone we might know well, might someone, be benching uh, some crazy shit. Yeah, someone uh, who might have been getting their ass whipped by Bonica weighing 90-something keys might yeah. have a new home. You exactly. Know? So it's all good. Yeah. World records will be bountiful. World records. If any of you remember 2012 on either side, equipped or classic, every attempt of like every second and third round at a world championship was like fucking strobe lights, yeah. world record, world let's records. get it going. I mean, Gino better get his medications ready. If they have new women's weight classes, <laughs> <laughs> world records, they world, world record, records world every record, three seconds. National records, yeah, American you know, records. We do a lot of world records in this. Yeah, gym, we should finish finish this pod with uh, talking about talking about uh, local world records. Yeah. Well, first of all, <laughs> if you haven't found out yet, we're kind of morons, <laughs> but <laughs> when when PRs happen in our gym, we don't call them PRs. We just call them world records or just gym records, like max gym bench out of anybody. It's it's a world record if it's in our gym because our gym is the world. To our us. gym is our world. <laughs> it's yeah. our world. You have to announce it to the gym and have Peach's wife basically yeah. judge the validity of yeah. the lift. Yeah, we need two, at least two white lights or something. World yeah, Cassie's two eyes are our two white lights. Well, yeah. and the, and the thing is, is so if. If it's if you're not making a world record attempt and it's just your own personal PR, that's a national. It's a national record. record. That's it's a within national. your own sovereign nation. Yeah. Right. But we recently made some adjustments to our gym, some improvements, and we put up a, a world record board. Uh, it's, it's a massive really, eight by four white not, panel. <laughs> it's not. It's not a real world record board. It's our world record board, and uh, we've basically put every obscure one rep, two rep. Reverse grip max. One board, two board. Block pull. Larson. <laughs> <laughs> Every, everything that we've, uh, you know, could fathom. And the one conclusion that we made is that, first of all, Joe has all the world records. <laughs> it's not fair. Yeah. Second of all. I've stated that I would like to see weight class world records, but we Luis just haven't has, figured it out. Luis yet. has a firm objection against yeah. the... The weight class world records, but I think that this should be a 105 world record. This should be yeah. 105. Yeah. Second of all, we all stink. We all suck. Oh my god, we suck. <laughs> so you're like you're We're putting so bad. So it's like, do we put our like gym records or like you know we've been do, we've all been doing this for so long? I'm like, okay, let me put my legitimate PRs up there. We're on equipped, so like I'm motivated to beat my own PRs because like we're in training paradise right now. Like yeah, COVID 19 sucks and we're working at home, but like we're training really hard. We're stuck here, <laughs> like. Yeah. We're putting a lot of time into our bodies. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's uh, important for us to have <laughs> that competitive, that yeah. competitive thing to see what you've got, what you've got to beat as well as what everyone else is being. Yeah. I think it's important to have that. I guess, I guess my point is that like I'm putting my legitimate all time raw PRs up there and I'm like, damn, I stink. So like, you know, my raw PR bench is from seven years ago <laughs> and right yeah. now I'm not really even close. So like, that thing's going to be staring me in the fucking face for a few months, but I'm going to get her. I'm going to get her just like I'm going to get spicy. I'm going to get her. <laughs> I think, I think visually being able to see the world records makes yeah. you be like, wow, I need it's, to, it's I need gone to from something. distant memory to like, yeah, it's right in my face. Oh, you, Oh, I pulled eight twenty. I pulled eight twenty one five years ago, five years ago. What the fuck's been going on the last five years? I've been eating a shit ton and training really hard. 
Yeah. Still haven't pulled A21 to me. <laughs> no. yeah. it's, a, it's a good thing to have a training log, to look at what you've done in the past weeks, to compare if you're making progress. All that's great. But I think this is really a good tool if uh, if you don't have it, just to put put your world records out there, write it on your mirror, whatever, put it in your gym somewhere. I think it's going to be really helpful for us because it's kind of lit a, lit a new fire for all of us, <laughs> yeah. I think, because we all stink. We're like, we're, we're embarrassed. We're like, no flash photography of the world records. We're like, oh, shit, we put it right in front of the deadlift platform. So you can't film your deadlifts anymore. <laughs> uh, I know Spicy will be zooming in on yeah. our videos. People are going to be zooming in and be like, wow, these guys stink. <laughs> yeah, well, all right. It's enough well, about us, I guess. Maybe not Joe. Joe doesn't stink. Yeah. Me, Equipped world records only. Lose bench is all right. Yeah. But it's so close. It's like, it's so funny. Yeah. Lose bench is good, but so close to his raw squad. It's like, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Send him home. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully if we post any deadlifts in, in the near future, we might blur that out or something. Or, yeah. If you hear a world record and it's me pulling like 605, don't, that's what it is. Yeah, Obviously, it's not a world record. Don't, we don't, don't think up. we're world record holders. <laughs> don't look up the world records <laughs> and compare them. <laughs> but we were pretty stoked when we got our set of Alicos and we got like the world record chips. Oh, yeah, we got it we're all. Like, oh, oh, yeah. We're going to be setting world records. With these. <laughs> well, we'll be chipping each other. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And we could load 315 calibrated for reps because that's a big one. Between yeah, that's us a all. very important yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, next yeah, 315 time, for reps. <laughs> Next time Lou wants to make a bet. Yeah, but we can't. You got to load 143, and we can do that. Yeah. So. But we're also using the pound bar, too. So. Oh, shit. So, yeah. Okay. We It'll got work out. We yeah. have 143, then. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, anyway, thanks, everybody, for listening. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. We hope you're all staying safe out there. Where can you listen to us, Alex? Well, if you're listening, then you probably have found a place to listen. Yeah, but just share it, man. Honestly, just share yeah. it. We do appreciate your comments, your feedbacks. You post it. We definitely want to hear what you think about the topics we discuss and what you think about the pod, good or bad. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, Joseph, Urban Powerhouse, thanks for the comment. You know, you're my guy. Spanish Stallion, you're a piece of shit. Morton, thanks for the insightful comment. Uh, everybody who comments but like we've been getting a ton of dms and like i just figure that's pretty much everybody who listens to us because like the amount of dms doesn't make sense to the amount of like streams but like keep them coming we appreciate all those dms um hit us with questions gives fuel to the fire yeah we should probably do like a q a sometime put something out um we'd love to hear what you guys think so we appreciate it we out i think we out all right we're out all right peace Later. <laughs>